Hey, welcome to I'm Just Not That Into Games. Though it could easily be called I'm Just Not Getting Any Likes on YouTube, I'm Just Not Getting Any Reviews on iTunes, or I'm Just Not Getting Any People Liking My Facebook Page, because all those things are happening as well. Alright, so the game for this week is 80 Days. It's a mobile game that's also got a PC port, uh, and it's been developed by Inkle Studios, and it's based on the intellectual property of Jules Verne. In this one, you'll be playing as Paspato, as you're escorting Phileas Fogg around the world in 80 days. You, you know, the famous story, he took a bet, see if he can get around the world in 80 days, and your goal is to, to help that happen. Um, it's, it's quite a simple little game. It's, it's, there's a lot to it despite that, though. It's, a, it's more of a choose-your-own-adventure story combined with a couple of gameplay mechanics, and it has a cool little steampunk aesthetic to wrap, um, wrap the whole thing home. So I think you'll enjoy it, so well, let's go. You know that I've considered a few of the games we've played as kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure? I thought as much, and I thought, well, let's just play one of those and see, see if we can, like, come to a, a, an agreement regarding this debate. <laughs> I know. So, so what I'm wondering is, your version of what a choose-your-own-adventure is and your version of what not a choose-your-own-adventure is, mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see. Now, of course... I, un- I know the story of Around the World in 80 Days. I've seen, God, probably about four different versions of it by by now. Yeah, there's heaps. Yeah. It's paints. So, I wouldn't say that I loved it, but but it's, but it's, a, but it's a decent old story. So, yeah, I'm, I want to be very interested to see. I'm just interested to see in what you think a choose-your-own-adventure is because you've clearly given me some choose-your-own-adventures already, which you th- said were games. So, mm. well, we'll just see. All right, Andy. So, uh, did you make it around the world? <laughs> I did. I did. I, I I made it around the world. Did um, you do it in eighty days, though? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. But um, look, you know, l- let me walk you through my experience with this game. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Good. Maybe. Yeah. So, the opening of the game I thought was spectacular, mm-hmm. right? And it reminded me of a movie. It made me think this game was going to be more movie than game, and of course. Previously, you'd sort of set it up to me. Well, not sort of. You had liber- like literally set it up to me as, this is a choose-your-own-adventure. I know you say some of these games are choose-your-own-adventure, but here's a choose-your-own-adventure. But, you know, you gave me a little bit of... Uh, there's going to be some uh, interesting stuff, some interesting narrative stuff here. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So when I first started, I was just reading a lot. Now, I know this game is based on a book... Mm-hmm. And I understand a book is all about reading and nothing else, but there was just a lot of text being thrown at me in the in, in in the start of the game, like, and it's just like, hey, this is happening now, this is happening. Here's some information for later. Here's some more information. So even just ten minutes in the game, I'm feeling overwhelmed by how many things I need to click on and how many things I need to remember. And there seems to be a lot of things that are going to matter here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. But a little later on, like pretty soon after, I took a journey just before it did show me relevant bits of conversation to that route. So maybe the game will give my memory a break from trying to store everything it's trying to tell me. And you know what? I pretty much found that I didn't need to remember much. Mm. Like I never felt like I was my hand was being held too, too much, but I kind of didn't need to keep a diary of everything I've been told. There feels like there's a lot of hooks in this game to other storylines. 
Yeah. So the, it. So firstly, it does a lot of things with um, when you find out about a route, it puts it on the map. So when you're zooming out to try and where to decide where to go next, you can sort of see ahead depending on how you've been chatting. So you know, the more you explore, the more you get a better idea of where you're going next, which you know it makes it more interesting and more vibrant. But you don't need to remember absolutely every detail about every single city or anything. But you can just it just helps you with the UI and. Yeah. And then with the the hooks for the other plot, um, there's there's heaps of different plots that that come and go, and you know apparently in different playthroughs you can get different sort of variants on on, on some of those common stories, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so I felt like felt there, there's um there's kind of a after we well, after we got through the initial like canon sort of this is a, the round the world because look you know I I am said before in the when when you were telling me about the game I've actually seen this done probably about four times so i'm pretty familiar with the story i think everyone is at this stage familiar with uh, 80 days around the world but once we got past the first initial bit they did start to i could see where they were branching away from the main storyline and there was there was sort of these sort of revolutionaries there was a few revolutionaries there's some kind of magical thing with the artifices guild Mm -hmm. and and definitely that 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 steampunky thing the the problem the problem i had with that and it was good, but that I never really engaged with any of it, and I, I wasn't trying not to, and I was sort of tr- I was trying to, but it never made it clear how I would get to any of those storylines. Yeah, and I guess you're you, since you're so focused on getting around the world in eighty days, yeah. you're not really going. Oh, let's go for a detour. Yeah, because because that uh, that clock's just ticking, right? Mm. Like that clock's ticking, and it's forcing you on. So I liked the idea. I really did. I liked mm. the idea, but then I was like. But why would I? Why would I muck around here when I, when you're clearly telling me I need to get going? Mm-hmm. Like I get hints from the from the storyline, like I need to get going. I need to get going. So, to be honest, I played this game quite a bit longer than than other games I've played. I mean, there, there there's a couple of of notable exceptions there, but I did feel like I wanted to finish it, and I and and I did finish it, and you know. I just made it to Singapore and there was an incident along the way that, that was really interesting. And I found most of the game to be mildly interesting, but there's, there's bits where they really, it really did really, really did take off. And this, mm. this incident that and I know the game's on rails, but like this thing happened in Singapore and I'm, I, I'm not going to give it away for anyone, but just, I really did have to sort of manage my way out of the situation rather than just sort of a light touch manage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But by the time I got to the US, I'd exceeded the the eighty day mark. It's amazing how quickly my interest dropped in the in the game once the eighty day mark was reached. Yeah. Reached, yeah. It just began to get a bit of a grind. Like I just need to find a thing to get to the next thing, and I was like, you've I was, already lost though. So what do I continue? Was yeah, what do I continue? And then because I didn't go back and play the game again, I totally think another playthrough would be a total grind. Because at that point, after 80 days, I was sort of like, this is not that interesting. I don't have to do much with this sort of trading goods and mm. and, 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 and whatnot that's in the game. Yeah, I just... You know, there, there, was, one, there was one bit which really summed the game up about how tedious I'd found it, it uh, getting. There's this boxing match you, you take part in. Right. But you just click. You click the text line for the next punch you want to throw. Right. So it's a one-on-one fighter mm-hmm. with people just clicking text <laughs> links in turn. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's it's yeah. It's become so bluntly aware that it's not 
that it's just a, a story at that point, right? Yeah, that's right. And and the finishing screen showed me all my stats and encouraged me to do it again. But like I said, I was done. I think I had a bit of a different experience because uh, when I played through it, the v- the very first time I played through it, I got to just outside of London at the 80-day mark and was like, no, I've screwed up. Oh, I've just, you know, if I had done that over in that city, I would have had a little bit more money. I would have been able to get there. And then, like, true to the story, forgot about the international date timeline. Actually had got there on the 81st day, which technically still won the game because you still get that extra day. I was like, ah, that's a really cool little detail that fit that story so perfectly. So I think I had like a, you know, an emergent moment from the game that was was pretty cool. But once I finished it and got to that point of, yay, I beat the game, I did it. I just, like like you, I didn't feel like any motivation to play the game again, even though there was lots of cool stories and lots of ideas of things to go. But yeah, it just didn't really make me go, ooh, let's let's jump in again. Let's do it again. It is a quite a tiring sort of game to play after a while. Yeah, so and here's, here's, here's what I think about it, right? This is a, at best, mildly interesting story. Like, they've tried their best with, with, the, with the material they had, mm-hmm. and they've tried to add to it, but they haven't added to it that, that well. And it is really not interesting at times. But I've got to hand it to them. I've got to hand it to them on, on this experience that I had with this game. This is a testament to the power of great UI. Mm-hmm. Like, the sound and the graphics are, are not... High end, but they are high end. They're so well. They're just right. Aren't they? Aren't they mm. amazing? Like, like again, I don't really see this as a, as a. This was an okay entertaining experience from something which should have been batshit boring. And I no <laughs> no and, yeah absolutely it's- yeah. And I am I I think anyone who's studying UI or UX, like any designer, even working in the field, and if they've not if they've not seen this, mm-hmm. like, the, this is the definition of polishing a turd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think there's, you know, to give credit, there is some good writing in it. There's some good ideas yeah. in it. And there's some really, you know, really interesting stuff in it. And I, w- I really wanted to like it more than I did as well. Like, Me too. Because it's just, it's, there's got, it's a, got a lot of charm. The little, you know, sh- drawings of each of the ships and different vehicles that you I do, know. it's not much, but it's just enough to make you go, wow, that's really, what is this thing that I'm running on? What's going on here? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I know. And it, it, and it feels in in that way. Part of it feels like a little bit of a, of a missed opportunity because they're, they're obviously talented. Mm. They've obviously done great things. It's just maybe they. I would, you know, what I kept thinking to myself, you know, eighty days around the world in eighty days, you couldn't like if you'd picked the Bible, maybe <laughs> you would have picked a story that's been done more. <laughs> like you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, you could it's- not have picked. You could not have picked a story that had been undone and overdone. And I, I, I know why people do it. It's because, you know... If it's, you try- it's exciting. It's, a, it's, it's got a ticking clock at the end of the day that you can always have pushing the story up. Well, and also it gives people structure. It, it, it's like a, a, a low risk because, hey, people like around the world in 80 days, you know, mm. we should do... If we do that, at least some people will buy the game, right? Yep. But I feel like they're good enough to do an original story. And if they had a, a, an original story in that... Mm-hmm. And found, and you know, it doesn't have to be a, a race around the world. I know that gives it a good framework to drive you forward through the story, but I don't think they really need uh, like a such a rigid framework to drive you through the story. If it's a choose your own adventure, none of them were around the world in eighty days, and they they were still able to. to I'm drive sure there through. would have been one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there would have been <laughs> a couple. But yeah. again, so yeah, no. And I feel like because the the scope of the game, right? Like there's so many cities in there. There's so many different routes you can take. There's so many different plot hooks that come in and out that 
you kind of feel like if the game was more condensed into a version of it that you'd want to keep, just play through once and have most of the experience that you'd really enjoy it or have some way to make it more yeah, I guess that just it, because you're just visiting different cities, you're still achieving the same goal. You just it, there's no sense that you need to replay the game. Yeah, that, and, and that, that's what I mean. Like, you you can take a different route, but if you, if you've solved it, or mm. you're like, mm, you know, in my case, I was like, yeah, I could totally do this in eighty days. But because I could totally do it, I feel like I've already done it. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's no, yeah. you know, if you if you did it again and you succeeded, great. And if you didn't, well, you're like, oh, well, you know. Uh, yeah, but but I, I would totally go back to saying, which was like you said, a more condensed thing, mm. and I work my way through it because that's that that's just what you do when you know these kind of you know go from one step to another. I have this experience, but then I work my way through it again, and I have a completely different experience because different goals, different, different avenues, story, different story. Right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. So so look, you know, kind of enjoyed my time. Would you recommend it? Look, if you're a designer, like seriously, I, I would I would recommend it as like it's totally a career move. Like you should sit down with this, examine how, what they've done, like know that you can UI, you can do so many things with UI to improve an experience. And it's not just it's not just blah 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 people talking at, at some conference about it. It's this is living in the flesh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'd also recommend it to people that like to explore. Branching narratives in a different way, because, I mean, it's, it's a very simple expression of it, but it does a lot of things in there that are pretty clever. I like the way that it does the text things where you choose the next start of the next sentence and then the sentence continues. It's a small, yes, it's a small little good. detail like that that yeah. just made it, like, really pop. And there's lots of little things that you can do in the storytelling. And and uh, I think there's some, some interesting writing in there that's, that goes beyond the pale of what typically exists within most common literature that was kind of customized for games that seemed quite subtle at first. No, no, I, I, I totally, I totally want to want to call out that that point about choosing the start of the of the sentence, and you just made me remember it. What a clever idea! Mm. You take a back and forth, like I say this and you say that, which is very engaging by itself when done well. But then, yeah, you start a sentence mm-hmm. and you change the the timbre of your own conversation in a different, and still just picking another bit of text, but it's a different. Yeah, yeah it's really and, clever. And because it's the start, you don't fully know what's going to happen, I know. and you're just like, oh, I'm, I mean, I'm more interested to see the start of the sentence that it begins with. I pull out my sword rather than I run away. So we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So and then you're like, and the character's going to do what they're going to do, and I hope it's the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. No, there's lots of lots of subtlety in the game. I think. That's made it quite an enjoyable experience, despite the fact that it should be something that you play for 10 minutes and go, this is terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> By all accounts, it should be a terrible game, but it's, 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 I think it's pretty good. We should we should make a game like this, Sam. Yeah? Well, we just talk and you talk the start of the sentences and we choose which one, yes. which, 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 yes. which complaint you have for the game today. Yes. Oh, well, you know. Anyway. Yeah, it could be good. Yeah. If you've made it this far through the podcast, just know that this audio doesn't come for free. And the way you can pay us, the way you can show us your love is rate and review us on iTunes. That's number one. Like, thumbs, you know, like or thumbs up or thumbs down. We don't care on on YouTube and and leave a comment. Share it with your friends. Like our Facebook page. Get on there. Leave a comment. And you know what? Give us some love on SoundCloud. You dogs. Anyway, here's Ultrafiti.
watch it the dog. 